It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. There's only one thing here. Okay, so There's I There's only the one thing. There's only awareness. There okay. is the one awareness that is everywhere inside of everyone. And everything happens within awareness. Okay? So, so this room exists only inside of awareness. This that, whole universe is inside the medium of awareness. And that's minus my judgment of it, good or bad, whatever. Just, it, just, it is. Exactly. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Comically Down. Oh. AKA our innermost fears and desires. I'll teach that cat to Corporal. Uh, we're going to start a new podcast called Corporal Cat Punishment <laughs> with Bradley Kingston. And you cut the, the music fades out and you go, Fuck you, everybody. I'm going to punch the cat in the face. Ha ha ha. There is the don't fuck with kittens. Don't fuck with cats. Well, it, was, yeah. it said kittens, I was pretty sure. Because they were kittens. Well, did and you kittens, watch the show? I did. Yes. It's called Don't Fuck With Cats. But they were kittens. Okay. Kittens are also cats. Right, but it, I feel like it's more, really gets more to your heart if they're kittens. Because, so, like, that thing right there, <laughs> I'd almost be, yeah, I, he makes me mad. But, but when he was younger, I'd be like, oh, you evil. <laughs> <laughs> so if they're kittens, you feel worse about them being suffocated to death in that bag? Oh. 
Why did you bring it there? I was trying You're to the one that brought up don't fuck with cats. <laughs> I was just trying to balance my anger towards the cat. And then also... Because he's simultaneously so cute. Like, he'll... But also violent. So he'll be... Get in the covers and want to play. But then if I get anywhere close, it's like... And then... And then it's he's begun. a slasher for sure. Yeah, yeah. he's a sentient yeah. switchblade. He's he's drawing blood here. You know, it, yeah. Ne- never has done that to me. He has attacked and he swatted at me, but I every time and he just gotten to where he doesn't. I'm not saying it'll never happen. I feel like he's trying to get me right now, but yeah. I just wish I could pet pet. You know, I grew up with dogs and I loved. You just rub and scratch and all of that. Against the microphone. I get two pets with the cat, and then it's the end. Uh, well, the mm. problem is you need to uh, remove yourself from your expectations. Right. Distance yourself. What's the word? Distance yourself from your expectations, yeah. or eliminate your expectations. Yeah. Okay. I do that every time, and it, two two pets. See the that that's energy right there. He's going to <laughs> that that the wag. That means oh. when he does, I'll push him off my lap. <laughs> when he does, I'll push him off my lap and not let him back up here again. Okay, enough about my fears of the cat. See, told you. I created that, right? I manifested it. So, well, it's my I fault. I mean, you're good at predicting the cat, but you remember what we used to say about uh, people who Do were we divine. Okay. Who people who were uh, developing the the rockets, and that like their job was to be worried about everything, and, and then how nothing bad ever, normally nothing bad ever happened, and then their thing would say their thing was see worrying does work. We worry about it and it doesn't happen. Well, they would say this isn't going to work, and they say we're going to do it anyway, and then they'd be like, "I told you it wouldn't work." Yeah. You do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, right? <laughs> Self, yeah, but self-fulfilling I, prophecy, I, right? But whatever. But saying to me the cat's going to bite you. No. You're you're good at predicting that. It's the sign, that. the tail, right. when it's whipping. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a buildup of energy, and it's going to do something. Right. And look what it did. It, it it took a little little nibble and I pushed it away and it walked away from me. Yeah. Every time. I, it's I, in there bothering Emma right now. Poor Emma. <laughs> Emma doesn't stay in my room anymore. The cat comes in, Emma leaves. Oh no, he's right here licking his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but okay, cats. They don't, you know that... I don't get... I guess I'm on this topic. <laughs> I, on TV, people are like, you're petting cats, and all oh, cats are so cute. Cause everyone's loving cats, but... Have you dealt with this cat? <laughs> it won't let me. I, um, I I can give it cat kisses where you get up close and it rubs on your face, but that's is the extent of the, what it will... Mm-hmm. It, it, it won't attack my face, so that's good. Cat kisses is as close as I can get to uh, enjoying the cat, I guess. I don't know. The cat crawled up in my lap the other day and sat there for 45 minutes. 
The yeah. cat crawls up on my chest every day if I if I'm laying down and meditating, which I do first thing in the morning. Sometimes I'll, like, don't even get out of bed. I'll just like meditate real quick, right there on my chest. And, you know, I just tune into the sound of the cat purring, in my face. What bothers me is when it gets up and walks around and needs, needs my chest while I'm trying to meditate. It's the like that, 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 and then he turns around and I can feel his butt in my face. It's like, you know. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying him. <laughs> I just get rid of, it's just energy. We're talking about energy. I just get, whenever I see this built up energy, I, wanna, I play with it and get rid of the energy. Well, talk about your energy. Which is non-existent. No, your energy is existent. It's just like negative energy. So it sucks, sucking the life out of, as opposed does, to. Does, and negative energy suck yes <laughs> it's zapping and you're zapping but then that means positive energy blows no that means equal and opposite reactions yeah or maybe i create a vacuum with the negative energy and therefore the positive energy has to fill it I'm fulfilling a, a need in the universe. Without the vacuum, the positive energy the wouldn't saying? know where to go. That was not my experience of that experience. <laughs> I'm trying to put a positive twist to it. Yeah. Now you're berating me for being positive. I can't win. I'm berating you for being in denial about your effect on the other people in the room. <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> Amy, like, I've never been present for one of these yeah. downward spiral rabbit hole things that they go on. People How? just see them, and people sometimes will say this, do you guys write those? No, we don't. We don't write them. We, they're just off the top of our heads. How aware and in the moment are you now? Uh, yeah, I'm just observing. <laughs> so you had a... Uh, an exercise. Another exercise. <laughs> Last episode, it was homework. Homework? <laughs> Every episode is homework. Cause we, <laughs> math. I, I take it you didn't enjoy that one. <laughs> Anytime math and meditation don't mix, I, I don't think. Math? There's uh, no math in there unless you wanted it to I mean, be. at the oh, end, okay. we counted the breaths. Yeah. I mean, that's math, but... <laughs> I'm just playing around. So we're going to hit things and make sounds. <laughs> Don't you love how I just break everything down to the... How you ruin everything? not fun anymore. <laughs> no, I don't love that. You've systematically done that to my entire life. <laughs> Alright, so... What is this one called? So... It I have, a, I have it needs no, a name, Amy. I, does it need to have a name? I have no idea. I, we'll I call it the know, chime um, exercise. I don't know what to call it. Um, basically, it's just a, an experiential thing to... We're going to strike the chime and um, close your eyes. Breathe however you want to breathe. And just the focus this time is the sound itself. 
and so you follow the sound into dissolution. Speaking of sound. And allow yourself, your, your mind, to dissolve along with the sound. Um, so it's almost like a, like a countdown to stillness? Kind of, although although there's no counting involved, right. you're simply following the sound, and as the sound dissolves, you allow your yourself to dissolve with it. Mm -hmm. Is it a? Uh... It's also a non-dual experience. Yeah, uh, we had talked about that. Okay, well let's do it, and then we'll. Yeah, because I got... analyze it. We'll do what we do. Yeah, because <laughs> we gotta talk about the dual thing again. Okay. Right, All yeah. right. So are you going to do this exercise? Uh, how, yeah. How can you do it when you're holding it? How can... You and the chime are one? Yeah. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll strike it and close my eyes and, you know. So I'm going to focus on that sound and try not to yeah, do anything else. Yeah, you're just going to focus on the sound of the chime. Okay. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> um, I, I'm... Thinking about the fan. It's in such a bad mood. But I'll not think about that. All right. All right. If you're thinking about what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm trying not to think about what you're thinking about. That is meditation. <laughs> it's weird, but I don't know if it's probably just all in my head. Um, I don't know if I was hearing or feeling the, what do you call it, blood pumping in my ears, but uh, I... It had a vibration. Each one had a wing, 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 and just I, f I sort of felt it, like, like uh, you know, if you're, you know, you know, yeah, if you do that, you can kind of feel pressure. Mm -hmm. I know I'm being weird, but <laughs> I sort of, in that moment, I felt the vibrations in my ears, which is silly thing to say. So were you able to dissolve as the vibration dissolved? Were you able to yes. dissolve into stillness, quiet, or did you immediately? Then I, uh, I immediately was like, okay, there's the fan. fan. I'm gonna have to edit the fan. All right, out. so it's the third time you've mentioned the fan on this fan. And I'm leaving that in the podcast. Okay, good. My favorite moments are the uncomfortable ones that get left in so for me when i've done 
I haven't I haven't done that exact thing. Like it wasn't explained to me like that, but I've done something like that where I my um, meditation app that I use, uh, Insight Timer, starts with a chime. Like I have it to count down to, and then it chimes. It sounds pretty much like that that bigger one. Like tap that long one. It sounds just like that. And when I start that's, meditating, that's weird. Go ahead. When I start meditating to that, the first thing I do is like lock in on that sound, and I try to. I told you this, I try to breathe it in and then I try to exhale all the way to the end of it. And if I have to breathe in again, I'll breathe in and exhale. And it creates a weird sensation of trying to hold on to the sound, even though it's going away. Right. They you know? actually, they actually tell you to try to stay with the vibration of the soundless sound. So you're just going to leave that it's, hanging it's, it's, explain it's, that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can explain it any other way than, than so just listen to the silence. The sound the is silence. still there. It's just not audible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The vibration is still just traveling, traveling yeah. outward. Dancing off and being so absorbed. You mean like light years? Sure. Where it's like it's out <laughs> and it's just over there now. It's just not here. Like it's moved uh, away from us or... In 20 years, some clairvoyant will walk into this room and go, somebody chime at some point in time. <laughs> they can still feel it mixed in with the other energy. I have no idea what you're talking well, about right I, now. <laughs> speaking of not knowing what Joe was talking about, before we recorded, y'all were talking on the porch, and first you talked about the sound and then you talked about uh something you read that gave you um you had an epiphany but you couldn't explain it and you guys are i want to get back into that conversation uh yeah it, it has to do with the sound also this uh listening to the chime and dissolving along with the dissolving say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers sound is also a sort of like a pretty classic standard non-dual practice. Mm -hmm. Can you explain non-dual again? <clears throat> non-dual um, non basically means you see everything as one. There's only one thing here. Okay, so There's I am the sound. There's only one thing. There's only awareness. There okay. is the one awareness that is everywhere inside of everyone. And everything happens within awareness. Okay? 
So, so this room exists only inside of awareness. This that, whole universe is inside the medium of awareness. And that's minus my judgment of it, good or bad, whatever. Just, it, just, it is. Exactly. Okay. So non-dual basically means there's only one thing here, awareness. That's it. Duality means there's me, there's you, there's the chair, dogs, cats. Everything is separated. Everything is categorized. You know, if I say this is good, that automatically means that something must be bad. Mm-hmm. It's dual. You have two poles. Okay. Every single thing that you say is going to have the polar opposite. So if you call, you know, uh, this is a pretty shirt, that means there are ugly shirts. Because mm-hmm. he has some of you those know? too. If, if, if a plant is alive, then that must mean there are dead plants. But that is true. It is true. Mm-hmm. But it is only true in the dualistic sense of language. It is true on one level, so, on the experiential level mm-hmm. in material reality. But it is not true outside of material reality. Okay, so in out in the non-dual realm, mm-hmm. thought, whatever, however you want to describe it, this alive plant and the dead plant are just part of the same consciousness because the dead plant then becomes whatever and and uh, fertilizes the soil, whatever, and it regrows other things. It's all part of the same Okay, you're circle, using very dualistic or, language to, well, I'm to just, explain yeah. it. Yeah, but yes, there, there's no difference between being alive and being dead. So... When you talk about non-dualistic, you're talking about this like this microphone, which is an inanimate object, mm-hmm. also is part of the consciousness, or is it a thing? There, there are no because things. Because of the cells. There are no things. Because we all have the same stuff in us. It's, it's all different molecules. Yeah. And again, all of that is real. I'm not saying that it's an illusion. I'm not saying that we're living in a matrix. I'm not saying that this is not real. It's just different level, first level reality and second level reality. Uh, Christopher Wallace talks about this uh, within Shaivism. First level reality, second level reality. Mm-hmm. Both exist at the same time. Both are quote unquote true. It all depends on which level are you working with, which where are you coming from? So the point of spiritual practice within that particular, um, uh, what is it called? Um, philosophy. Philosophy. Methodology. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The goal do, do is. Do they call it a religion? Uh, no, tantric, I don't think. Classical I don't, tantra. Uh, tantra Shaivism. No, I don't think it's considered a religion per a, se. A philosophy. It's a spiritual world, a world philosophy. View. Spiritual philosophy. That sounds yeah. good. Okay. So um, the goal is to eventually get into non-dual awareness, non-dual being, where everything is just one. Mm-hmm. So how does that connect? Because I interrupted so to, you. Uh, yes. So getting back to the sound, it is. Um, there's a great book uh, called. Let me think. can't think of it it'll come to me if I stop thinking about it Um, 
that goes through all of these different experiential exercises that you can do to mm -hmm. experience non-dual awareness. Mm -hmm. One of them is this sound exercise. Mm -hmm. So normally in, in dualistic thinking, we think that there is me, I am the one who hears something. There is the, the chime, which is an object that is separate from me. And then there is the sound that is created by that object that is then traveling through the air into hitting my eardrum and my brain translates, right? So there's three things there. A hearer, there, 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 there's the hearer of the sound, there's the sound, and then there's the, an object that creates the sound. However, in non-dual experience, there is only one thing. There are not three things. There's only one thing and everything is occurring inside of awareness. There's only awareness and everything is occurring inside of that awareness. Mm -hmm. I struggled with this for weeks and weeks on end. I don't the, the book that I'm why. talking it's such a simple concept. The book I'm talking about, and I might have to just go over there and, and grab it out of my bag because I brought it. Um, the direct path. Thank mm -hmm. you. know, there You're was welcome. there it was. I don't know Thank who you. you were thinking, but... um, I'm thanking myself for coming up with it. <laughs> You're thinking the collective consciousness. Yes, collective consciousness. Yeah, collective finally. awareness. You know, it was in there somewhere because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just had to flip through the index cards. <laughs> if we're all so very, index cards are a very non-dual yeah. way of describing... It's a dual way of <laughs> it's describing. It's a very dual way of describing. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, it's a very short book. It's very thin. <laughs> Brad, Brad goes, okay... <laughs> It's like a very, I'll take your fucking word for it. None of this shit makes sense. I was just thinking, if you're thinking yourself, then you're thanking me. And if I think... I you, had nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, but continue. So it's a rabbit hole. I, I was reading it and I was going through the exercises. I'm trying and I'm trying to wrap my brain about around how do you actually experience this non-dual sense you know it, it, it's i i was doing exactly what you said which is i was you know trying to convince myself that i understood what i was reading yeah. in order to understand it and it just wasn't quite working but yeah. then i had uh i was listening to one of uh, christopher's videos where he was talking about this exact thing he was using a bell and I wish I could remember what he said verbatim, but it was something similar. It was just a triggering phrase uh, where he said something like, isn't it true that the sound of my voice is only occurring inside of your awareness? Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I just, I had the experience. It wasn't an intellectual mm -hmm. thing anymore. It was like I was, it was a, a change of consciousness where I just, I got it. And I was so excited <laughs> because once I got it, I couldn't unget it. You know, I couldn't mm -hmm. un not have the experience anymore. And and I'm like, why was it so fucking difficult to get this? I I, I don't know, but it yeah. was. Even I struggled for weeks and weeks and weeks yeah. trying to understand. Like how how weeks. is there only one thing? Yeah. Yeah. So it it if you try to here, I'm gonna complicate it because. <laughs> He thought it up, he said it out loud, recorded it, up, turned it into digital ones and zeros. And then, you, however you got it, the CD or played it on the audio file or whatever, 
uh, and then the, uh, it, it transmitted to your ears, and then in that moment, he's like, this only exists in your mind, or in your awareness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where were you going with this? <laughs> but, I, I'm just following the path to... But to say it, your awareness... When he started it, it was in his awareness, dualistic. but then it ended in your awareness. Ultimately, there is only one awareness. So his awareness and my awareness is one thing. Mm-hmm. And everything is happening within this one awareness. Yeah. Um, so so, the, so the, the chime exists within awareness. The sound exists within awareness. It is awareness that is, is hearing the sound. You, you said something out there that actually made sense to me. I, I was sort of like, I get what you're saying, but nobody else will. <laughs> it was about what did the, you say? It doesn't exist until you see it. No, it was oh. right after that. It was right after I that. I you, oh, I well, wish I knew then, too. Well, right after I said, well, that's like a computer simulation where it doesn't it exist until oh. it doesn't render it until you look at it. Right. Well, like I, what I said was in. <sighs> You know, in as things are happening to me, right? In my life, like whatever, I look around. It's like they, they. There's a theory, I guess, that stuff doesn't exist until you look at it, until it somehow affects you as a person. So, like, yes, there's a desk over there. That desk, I don't even see that desk right now. But if I turn and look at the desk, the desk exists. It takes shape. It takes form. My awareness of that desk is now it's in my plain view. But if I look over here, my awareness of that desk is just uh, is my belief that the desk is still there because I looked at it a few seconds ago. That's not what I said. That no, no that's not no. what you said. Ah, all right. Yeah. So what is the fucking point? <laughs> but I get it, and intellectually I get it. And one of the things I. I catch myself doing is intellectually regurgitating things to people conceptually. Well, it's like this. If you think about this, uh, have you ever heard of Schrodinger's cat? Mm-hmm. Schrodinger's cat is the con. Maybe you could even explain it better than me as a concept of there's a cat in a box, mm-hmm. but until with you, poison, with poison, mm-hmm. but the cat, until you open the box, the cat isn't dead or alive. It's just a cat in a box. When you open the box, then it then, it will, then it will either be dead or alive, depending yeah, on what happens. It's yeah. try, they try to explain the quantum effect. Right. So that's what I was kind of talking about with the desk not existing. But what is... The, so I mean, to go through all this intellectual... Well, there is a collective awareness where even when you're not looking at it, I'm looking at it, it exists. We could go away and come back and it's still there. <laughs> Okay, so I would say we're we're thinking we're thinking too small. Basically, no. The desk is important. The the desk, the desk is very important. The desk exists in awareness. Yeah. Okay, your awareness in here is very limited. Tunnel, mm-hmm. and it's limited inside of you, and mm-hmm. it's limited inside of me. However, it is also all encompassing. Mm-hmm. So just be, you don't have to look at the desk in order for it to exist because your awareness is not just in your body. Yeah. It's not just behind your eyeballs. Mm-hmm. So whether your eyeballs are physically looking at the desk or not, 
the awareness that everything exists within is always there. Right. So, so did that make sense? That I, almost made sense it, to it me. Made, I'm like, holy sense. shit! It makes sense. And I'm not. And I promise, I'm not being con- contrarian. I'm not being trying to be contrary. But I'm trying to figure out what is the why does it matter? What is the point of the of all the? You know, we we talk about this a lot, especially yeah. recently. We've, we've believe it or not, we continue to have conversations when we're not. Recording. recording so i mean we probably list missed four or five good hours of <laughs> continuing discussions but but what is the what does it all mean like to 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 come to realize that oh everything okay. is all just one. that's that's basically that now you're talking about enlightenment yeah. i hate that word personally i don't mm-hmm. like that word but there's so it means you're not enlightened you there's so enlightened. few words that really sort of there are a few words to choose from. So let's just go with enlightenment. And you can have the experience where everything really is one. And you know that that is true. Mm-hmm. Once you have the experience of that being the foundational truth upon which everything else is built, then everything changes. How can you be, how can you hate someone when you know that that person is you? Right. And I'm not saying that personality is you. You are two separate bodies, mm-hmm. but your awareness is one. Mm-hmm. It is the same awareness looking out of his eyes or her eyes that is looking outside out of your eyes. So Once you have the experience of that, you can't look at people the same anymore. You can't right. have the same relationship if, with the yeah. world anymore because always, it changes everything. If you're always thinking of yourself as separate from other people, then you'd never... Well, sort of philo- philosophically, you could put turn us into... Uh, some people say put yourself in other people's shoes, but really, we're all you the are same a, shoes. At the very highest right. level, at, the, at that non-dual level, you are in everybody else's shoes. Right. So for us to separate the question ourselves, is can, the question is, can yeah. you remove the debris so that you can experience that? Two things: the Buddhist philosophy that all sentient beings have suffering, mm-hmm. and that and aware and knowing that should make us bring us uh, closer to oneness with all living creatures. Okay. Yeah. So oneness. You're talking about oneness. Oneness, yeah. So the other thing is, how do we... What is peace? Peace is oneness. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're talking about peace of mind, mm-hmm. being at one within, so that your personality and, the, and your true self are not two separate things, but they are one thing. You are embodying your, your essential nature. Oneness within it brings peace of mind, yeah. brings bliss. Oneness with the world brings world peace. So I've had moments of bliss in my life where, uh, you know, gratitude or where you're just sort of in love in the moment, like with the moment. You're like right there in the present moment and it all seems seems well. Is that... I've all, Scientifically, I, I explain that as... Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. 
agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Heart coherence, like coherence, heart and brain coherence like your body your body falls into place the stars align inside you or whatever and you're just like everything's like poof and everything's like everything is everything you know and you get it um but those moments are fleeting you Mm -hmm. know they they come and go um so is that the same thing is that what you're talking about i would say that that's right right along the same thing yeah it's different levels there it's not like you're in a particular uh, contracted state all the time and then poof you're in the absolute yeah. most expanded of course you have just these gradations yeah. of experience but those moments of, of euphoria of heart bliss. coherence bliss yeah. all of a sudden colors become magnified and more vibrant you know those all of those are experiences of that connection with um, awareness and oneness I, I just have to uh, so, here, I feel like there needs to be a balance, though, in between uh, our, us getting caught up. I mean, there is a life that we're leading, and if we get too caught up, if we don't pay enough attention to our, what we, you know, our friends, family, whatever, getting money, food, eating, you know. Food, eating. Uh, it's, you know, if we're, it's like a balance between, I feel like we need a balance between don't get too caught up in the world and letting the world and you know we're separate but also if as we're talking about this i feel like you can just get so caught up into this that what what does anything matter why you know and then because if you get to that point then why do anything or you know what i mean i don't know i don't know what i'm saying Right, you could be so blissed out that nothing matters anymore because except it's almost like you could become addicted to the drug of bliss maybe because they're you know hippies right <laughs> we all talk about you hippie you know and they're not hippie. doing <laughs> do they say it like that hippie they're not, not doing what anything are you, what are you doing you're wasting hippie. everyone's time juggling weed i guess um what's <laughs> up I mean, okay right? so there's a balance is, is, between yeah wasting all your time hmm. Uh, being in your head spiritual and then wasting all your time being reactive. I th- can, can I... My personal ob- observation is if you spend some time cultivating this higher awareness, this oneness or um, non-dual being, you spend some time doing that. Not... 24 7 but just uh you know every week you're doing you're spending some amount of time cultivating that mindset 
you automatically find that fine balance that you're talking about because as you come back into the world now you are better able to just be in the world as it is and not let and, it control and you not let you, you exactly not be controlled by it not be swept up by emotion so and, in and, seeking it that, that that is the balance and you I, I just find that my day-to-day -day life is just more balanced, more neutral, and, and I use that word really lightly. I don't, uh, I don't mean to say that I'm like Ambulance. that. I have no emotions. Yeah. You know, I have mm -hmm. tons of emotions, good, bad, and you know, whatever. Uh, I just mean I, I'm not screaming and I'm not crying and I'm not, you know, like overreacting all the mm -hmm. time. It's just I'm. Emotionally, I feel much more stable, but sometimes I do, you know, I do go into that um, practices that cultivate that non-dual awareness, but they're very mm -hmm. specific, you know, and then it just filters a little tiny bit, just filters into the day to day so that I'm not overreacting. And I'm not also not walking around going, oh, uh, Brad and I are, are one and therefore I can't be upset with you if something happens. Yeah. No, I'm going to be upset. But there's a little tiny bit in the back of my mind that just filters through a little bit that's, that goes, you know, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this won't, this won't this, matter this is not 20 going, minutes from now yeah. or a day or a month from now. I won't give a And it's shit not about even an intellectual right? thing that's happening. It's, yeah. it's really just, it's an automatic thing. I'm, I'm not thinking about any of this at all. It just automatically filters through and just um, uh, sort of chills you out a little bit and, and allows you to find that balance. Mm -hmm. But of course, I mean, yeah, people have taken things to extreme. I mean, that's what cults are all about, right? And people who, you know, go completely, um, they get obsessed with spirituality. And, yeah. and uh, you know, my meditation teacher 10 years ago, he meditated no, no shit, like f four hours a day. Mm. And I'm going, where do you find the time for that? Uh, like, I can't. I, I, I don't even know how you how you do that. Uh, that seems very extreme to me. I have mm. caught myself, not caught myself. Um, but he was also very difficult to talk to because sometimes I just wanted to have a normal conversation and he would always bring it to the like the very, very, very mm. top. I remember he was uh, I invited him to like a, it was like a global meditation for whatever. I don't even remember. It was 10 years ago. And I sent an invitation and he said, well, no, I'm not going to do that because, you know, on the highest level, none of that matters. And, you know, right. and I'm like, come hmm. on, dude, like, <laughs> are you not going to celebrate your daughter's birthday because none of it matters? Well, you didn't know, you like, say what? that that's one of the time, one of the things he did? He spent like hours a day, like meditating on curing the world's like. Um, like you know what I mean? Yes, he would spend. So what's different from lots, what you were asking him to do? Because it was a a planned thing. With, I I don't even know. I just you know what I, mean? I just yeah. felt like uh, that his reaction was 
was sort of unnecessary because sometimes you just participate in the world, you know, just participate in the world. (laughs) Sounds a a little self-righteous to me. Well, you know, I'm not going to judge that because harshly. it's all part of the same consciousness. <laughs> well, I just want to. And by it, the way, I'm not. I'm, I'm not shitting on that concept. I, I really. I'm with you. It is intellectually hard to wrap your brain around in a way that it's not intellect because it's not intellectual. Mm-hmm. You can explain it a thousand different ways to yourself. In fact, every single episode of our podcast so far has been about that in some way or another. Mm-hmm. It is not something you can intellectually. You can explain it to someone intellectually, but they really kind of have to feel it. Well, what about, what if, what, I, here's what I was thinking about when we were talking about that is when we watch a movie or a TV show, we just automatically put ourselves in the role of the hero or people in the story. Um, that's how we enjoy it and we get emotional about it because we experience it with them. And so, so I was trying to figure out how do we... How do we, how do I be connected to that person? Um, and so I was sort of thinking, just sort of in that way, because uh, Mike and I learned about personalities and characters a long time ago, um, personality types of stuff. And um, so I spend all my time uh, sort of relating to people or, or thinking of we're just the same, it's just, you know, this personality type or that, you know. Um, but almost in a way, I guess I'm thinking it's like we're all a part of the same story, just different characters in that story. So maybe in some way, you know, that's how we're all one because we're all part of the same story, just different cameras. Points I, I, yeah, I'd say that's a, a so way of looking at what it. What do we do about those um, out of control assholes that are. <laughs> You know, no, but you know what I'm saying, like uh, people who are just like out there completely driven by their ego, out of control. Fuck you, motherfucker. This we're, we're on my time now. I'm selfish and all that stuff. It's I'm not I'm not asking how do we find compassion for those people, uh, because I actually do feel sorry for those people because I know they're unhappy. Um, but if we're a collective consciousness or a collective awareness that means it's almost like I started thinking about it like my body. Okay, my mind is in a pretty good place most of the time. My heart is in a pretty good place most of the time. But I have um, other things that like part of being part of a physical body, like uh, cholesterol, blood, sugar, you know, all that stuff. That inside just this one little thing, there's a thing over here that's a problem, thing over here that's a problem. If you take it, zoom out, make it a whole big picture, like the globe or the universe, it's like there are there are things in there that are healthy, and then it's like a plant or something. There's things that are healthy, then there's little branches of it that are not well. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening to our collective consciousness or our collective awareness is we have elements of it that are not in balance and not right, not in the right place. See, I, I love the Shaivism take on this. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because to me, it's, uh, it's very uh, egalitarian. Meaning? What's a, what's egalitarian. Like fair. Fair, okay. Okay. Um, 
and and sort of less judgmental even than talking about being healthy and being unhealthy and being enlightened or not enlightened they look at it as you have when aware when your personal um awareness is fully expanded you are aware of being one with everything mm -hmm. so you have the you know the fully expanded version which is the awareness that has created the universe and permeates the whole u entire universe that's one polar extreme and then as you move down into the material world and it you have these separate people you have three of us right here to choose from each individual person is a contracted piece of that expanded awareness mm -hmm. And so your ability to experience oneness and non-dual awareness is simply a matter of how contracted is your awareness. It's a matter of contraction, mm. a, a contraction and expansion. But there's no judgment there. It's not bad to be mm. contracted. You're just contracted. Mm. And you can uncontract. Mm. You can expand anytime you want. It, you know... Uh, whether it's grace, divine grace, or, or whether it's sheer will that you, you want to change and you want to expand. So there's simply a matter of expansion and contraction and different levels of contraction. So the absolute assholes, they're just highly contracted. But there's yeah. no, there's no like, you know, hell, fire, Christian damnation kind of judgment about you know why that this it's line just of thinking... you're just contracted and there's no shame in that there's no sin in that you're not mm -hmm. going to go go to hell just it's... because you're contracted mm -hmm. eventually you're going to expand no matter mm -hmm. what yeah. so the reason why that this line of thinking won't catch on <laughs> is because people get so wrapped up in um judging you know what i mean it's yeah. it, i was joking when i said the assholes out in the world but that is that is true they they ruin it for everybody <laughs> but yes it's it's it makes people feel so much better about themselves to be able to judge somebody else who's making a mistake or fucking up somehow or being an asshole or, he's a fucking asshole this asshole i feel so much better by getting to decree that you were an asshole right. in that moment self-worth issues yeah. if that person's yeah. asshole i'm better than them but it's no fun to think about oh well, that person just contracted you know what i mean but I see want... to me i've never been around i've never been about preaching i don't yeah. like preaching i would be the absolute <laughs> worst uh, you know what are what do they call those people that travel around and preach ministers uh, missionaries missionary yeah. i would be the worst missionary in the world because if i step in somewhere and i go would you like to hear about and they go fuck that i'm like okay i'm out of here yeah I, I have no interest in talking to people that aren't interested yeah so the, the thing about that is I, I guess in a way i'm just sort of like well i don't care i mean if if you want to be judgmental then you've detached then yourself fine. from someone else's version of it you yeah. detach your expectations you know because again i feel that there is so much to gain personally 
from working on yourself, yeah. from self-inquiry, from striving to experience oneness to get closer to the non-dual um, awareness. There's so many benefits to that, just in sheer personal satisfaction in life. Mm -hmm. Life satisfaction, inner peace. You know, there's there's nothing out there that can compete with that. And so I'm like, if you don't want that, you're missing out. I need it. That's all I can say. I mean, you're just very judgy of you. You're missing out. It's very judgy. I invite you to come and like try try this on. But if you don't want to, then right, fine. I need to. Nobody nobody ever makes a change that they don't want to make. Yeah. Well, and and I truly believe that you can't you can't we have less power to influence other people than we think you know of mm -hmm. course pr marketing is is all built around this idea that we have tremendous power to influence um, and again that is true there are studies showing we're influ we're we're being influenced you know to an, yeah. an extreme degree yeah. that's because but that people are contracted because, and completely unaware exactly yeah. that's because yeah. when you're unaware you're being pulled <laughs> so all this. over the that, place that's why i fast forward through the commercials and so I'm, you know, again, freedom, 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 freedom. <laughs> I can fast yeah, I. <laughs> don't come at me with that contracted shit. I'm aware. I'm aware, folks. You can't contract me into buying that thing over there. I just want it because I want it. No, but seriously, <laughs> the same thing. Like if you get do, you not your feel pants down, that you are like, less influenced by advertising? What? Hold on, he said pants. Down. We're we're, like, we're talking at the same time. It's cold. I'm contracted. <laughs> I was in the pool. I've just been trying to say something about five minutes, so I just need to get something in there. Hold on, I sat there for five minutes and listen. I stopped talking so you could keep talking. I, I'm wondering, uh, are are we sort of talking about like a seek first to understand, then to be understood? Because I'm sort of, as I'm thinking about it, as we're talking, when the assholes or whatever, I, I have. Uh, I have a habit in me now that where I'm like, oh, I've been there. I know what that's like. When when I hear you, very rarely, but when I hear you cuss or something, get mad, I'm like, I curse all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's me. We're the same now. You know, <laughs> good. I'm glad he messed up because now I don't feel that. No, but uh, I feel like seek first to understand and to be understood is maybe part of that. Because I'm always my I've trained myself to immediately whatever's going on I'm like I I even if I have to create a little story of well maybe this happened and that maybe they just had the worst day ever uh, someone died you know I just try to give uh, a little narration of you know I have been there at some point I, I try not to judge them I I don't know so I guess I'm trying to. Uh, not be dual i'm trying to be non-dual by saying at some point i've been there or i might be there or uh and i always have this philosophy well, of compassion. we all have our shit so i try not to judge why someone's acting a certain way in the moment or why they're an asshole yeah. i yeah. pointed to you when i said that yeah. <laughs> you point uh, point at somebody you got three fingers pointing right back at you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so would you say that compassion is a way into that? Sure. Yeah, because um, one thing that worked for me, I read The Art of Happiness 
a long, long time ago, maybe even have been 20 years ago, the Dalai Lama book, The Art of Happiness. Mm -hmm. And um, that is where I first had some tiny little understanding of Buddhist philosophy of all sentient beings, I think we talked about earlier, have, have suffering and the fact that being aware that you have suffering. But again, what is the suffering? I'm going to interrupt for just a the second. Suffering what is, is the suffering is, uh, you know, expectation or... Yeah. or it's your thinking about yeah. what is happening. Yeah. It's not what is actually happening. It's your interpretation of right. what is happening that is causing the suffering. Exactly. So we mm. all have thoughts. Yeah. That's that's the no, I that's, agree with her. Yeah. That is the thing that we all share. We all yeah. have thoughts that cause us suffering. Yes. No, I was so what the is audience. Oh, oh. And But that was great. You like dropped some knowledge on us. <laughs> yeah. So can you say that again so I can get that? <laughs> what was it? What did I just no, say? No, she basically so, saying your thoughts lead yes. to expectations which leads to disappointment from those expectations. It's your interpretation of what, is what happened. Happen it's what not... happened is neutral, but your interpretation of it is what's causing suffering. The suffering. Yeah. Right. It turned into yeah. suffering. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to make that clear because many have the, this tendency, again, this dualistic mind tendency. They take that, that Buddhist philosophy that life is suffering mm -hmm. and they say, yes. Getting up in the morning is suffering. Mm -hmm. Having to eat yes. shitty food is suffering. Being yeah. in pain is suffering. No, that's not the suffering. Yeah. It's not the pain itself yes. that is the suffering. It is your interpretation and your thinking yes. about the suffering and that how, is causing yeah. you to suffer. And how long I sit in it. And that, so that is that, that is, is the difference. Like, it's very uh, sort of devils in the detail kind of thing. There, well, there's the four pillars of, and I don't know them all, uh, four pillars of... Uh, the Buddhist thing. There's eight steps to eliminating your suffering and blah blah blah. And they they go. Oops, I bumped the microphone. They go into all of that, where it's like it's your thoughts that lead to expectations, which lead to this, and they they go through all that. Anyway, what I was what I was saying is my understanding. Just that basic simple concept that everybody has pain in their life that they have to um, deal with, live with, that that goes to them as personal, whatever it is, just knowing that and realizing that, oh, that's true. Everybody has this. So recognizing hey, Emma. <laughs> that recognizing that you have suffering and you have suffering and I have suffering. Oh, we are, we're alike. You know, we just, we, that's the way I see it. Yeah. So just becoming aware of that idea helped me, feel closer to people the, the idea that anyone is better than us is an illusion there are like, people better than you though Brad. <laughs> well we look at these famous people and <laughs> actors and stuff or successful yes. people yes. and we think oh man they're either lucky or they got their shit together their life is great but i you i know for a fact if you dig any deeper or have a conversation with them You'll find out they Somebody's have just pervert. as much shit. They're <laughs> suffering just as much as you with different things in different ways. But nobody, we, we just think that we're, maybe it's scarcity, I don't know, but we think it's yeah, happening it's to us. It's yeah. Lack. But the truth is, whoever you're looking at, I'm, I'm disabled, I have pain every day, but I know there are people who are have suffering maybe mentally or emotionally every day. So 
I don't let myself get caught up in what I mean. I'm just like, what am I going to do about it is what I focus on. You know what I mean? Is your answer complain? Because you do complain a lot. Uh, I have to release the negative energy, dude. <laughs> I need you to absorb that shit. Oh, but, you need me to absorb it. Yeah. Somehow I became the part of the cure. The misery. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> Twenty-five but, years right. later. So, no, but that's sort of where I get to. We're all the same because I know everybody has their shit. We just. We put up a front when we're in front of people or in public. We like to put our best selves up. But when we're at home or our family or our friends who get to see us for real, they know that's not the guy you talk telling me about. <laughs> I know someone else. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah. We're all Again, suffering. you know, just... <laughs> you can talk about it on so many different levels and, you know, you kind of have to... It would be wise if you choose to talk on the same level as the person that you're with, you know. So right. if you're talking to someone who you know is highly contracted, uh, maybe it's not so great to be talking in a, in a from a non-dual in perspective a, because state. <laughs> you know That's... it's not going to make sense to them. He's sitting it's... there going, "This fucker on the road," and you're like, "We're all one." Right. We're all one. What the it, fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm over here talking about this thing over here, and you're trying to tell me we're all one. That's a bunch of, bu you know. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's important to consider what is going to be effective. Yeah. We here, we talk, we're like all over the place, but that's because we're doing this on purpose, and we're right? Exploring. We're, I mean, we're exploring and we're doing this on purpose, and we're, we intend to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. I don't talk about necessary you know if ben and i are, are having a, a conversation or an argument you know whatever it is i'm not gonna start throwing these uh spiritual concepts in his face it's that's yeah. not the they time do. to contracted. do that you're right. contracted you know. just come to me when you're not contracted <laughs> right i, I i'm not going to talk to you in this contracted state you just go to go to your room and uncontract. Go expand. Go expand yourself and then I will. <laughs> you know, that, that's not the time necessarily to, you know, bring that up. I sense a new inside joke coming. Brad, oh, you're yeah. so contracted right now. Yeah. <laughs> you feel that way because you're highly contracted. Right. There you go. It's but gonna... doesn't that feel more more better? It doesn't that feel so much better than saying, hey, Brad, you're there's just being ja jackass right me. now. You know, wouldn't you it's, rather just it's, be it's, contracted it's, than it being more a jackass? It is more comforting than thinking <laughs> something's wrong with me. Right. Right. No. And, you know, and actually, in a way. and it it varies from moment to moment, right? I mean, we talked about this that we we're not always uh, our best selves, are yeah. we? Right. You know, there are times when we're able just, to be very grounded and very yeah. um, connected. You know. And then there are other times where you just go, fuck it. I'm not even going to bother with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just need to blow off some steam. And so, yeah, you're, you're, constantly, you're contracting and expanding constantly, you know, to varying degrees. The goal of spiritual practice and, you know, meditation practices, uh, an essential part of that is to gradually over time over long periods of time become more expanded 
more of the time. You're not gonna you're not gonna be you know in unity consciousness twenty four seven. I don't mm-hmm. even think that you know the yeah. the best gurus and people like well, that are, are, um, are there all the something time. Something that Joe Dispenza talks about is in meditation removing yourself. It's detaching yourself from the physical three dimensional world and entering the world of energy where the present moment is this timeless thing that never ends. It's an infinite present moment. Mm -hmm. And that has helped me feel connected to people because what detaches me from people is worrying about this, worrying about that, you know, the nagging thought, the, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Or, you know, forgot, uh, that guy was, why is that guy such an asshole today? You know, all that stuff. Detaching yourself from that and what he says, I like the way he says it, is unfolding into the present moment does put me in a place or helps to put me in a place where I feel, yes, everything is in balance and everything is all part of the same thing. And then you come out of your meditation that lasts for a little bit (laughs) and then you have to you have to fight for it, you know, constantly. But the better the more you do it the, the better you get at capturing that mm-hmm. feeling and then bringing it, it into your everyday here. life yeah. so that um like i mentioned before i i meditate uh on the cushion in the morning but then throughout the day i take moments mm-hmm. you know when when something happens i just take moments here and there sometimes it's 30 seconds sometimes maybe 5 minutes it all depends and then I see things that come at me as opportunities these days. I mm-hmm. didn't used to do that, mm-hmm. but I do now. Um, and actually, almost I'm almost at the point where I can feel grateful for challenges because I get the opportunity to practice. I'm not completely in like, oh, yay, this is great. Uh, it, it sucks most of the time. But it's like almost... I'm like starting to lean towards the the idea that, you know what, practice is good. It is that adage, pain is just weakness leaving the body. Yeah. It's not fun. It's hard. And it is a a working out cliche to Mm -hmm. say that. But it really is. How many times have you come out of a tough situation and you were, as a person, worse off? It's rarely, mm-hmm. like rarely, even if you have something terrible, horrible happen to you and you'll never sort of, it's hard to recover from that thing. Some Something inside of you does change to where you are stronger, better prepared, more at peace with the thing. And the thing itself is what forces you to be okay with the thing. You have to have the thing happen so that you can go through the thing and come out the other side. Mm-hmm. It sucks to think about, and it's not its not like I'm going around going, hey, can you z- zap me with some suffering today so I can be a better person tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. But if you look at it like that, uh, in fact, there's a thing I posted it on my Instagram the other you day. You know, fortunately we for us, the universe it. complies always All with the shit. <laughs> the universe <laughs> on is a regular in, basis. The universe is not so it's complying. Not like, you know, it's you conspiring. Don't even have... <laughs> Uh, the quote, I, th- I think you and I had a conversation. In order to love who you are, you cannot hate the experiences that shaped you. Yeah. It's sort of like that. Like you that have one. to have things happen so that you can grow. Yeah, It's not fun, 
it's never fun when you're in it, you know. Right. You never go on. I'm learning so much right now. You know, it's not like that. It's you know, it's perspective that yeah. allows you to feel that. Now, way. usually, my my reaction is, really, <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> really, yeah. okay, and then I, you know, do what I have to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little help, please. <laughs> I think you should take us out with the chime. Take us out with the chime. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, namaste. And then, uh, oh yeah, well, namaste is motherfuckers now. Namaste is motherfucker. Nam- come on, namaste. let's do it together. Three, two, one. Nam- namaste, namaste, motherfuckers. motherfuckers. I thought we were gonna freeze, right? <laughs> You're ruining. You're ruining it. It's my job. Again. <laughs> we're so uncoordinated. <laughs> Calm the Bleep Down is a production of Super Mega Ultra Entertainment and is produced by Michael Beckemeyer, Bradley Kingston, and Amy Altstead. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a five-star review in iTunes and join the conversation by following us on social media. Just search for Calm the Bleep Down. With any questions or comments, you can send us an email at calmthebleepdown at gmail.com. Until next time, thank you for listening. We'll see you soon on the next episode of Calm the Bleep Down. Namaste. The end. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.